Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The St. Pete, live from the Weathertight Windows Studio. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for John's Choice on Drew Garabo Live. Who's bringing us today's Giants? Giants Joints being brought to you by Uptograph Laser Vision. If you're looking to leave glasses and contacts in the past, why not lean on the goat a little bit? That's Dr. Uptograph, the third doctor to ever even perform LASIK in the United States, the first to ever perform LASIK in Asia. I had the uh, procedure done just a few months back, and it was insane how easy and painless it truly was. I was in and out in about four hours. The doctor, everybody there was amazing. They put you at ease. You go into the LASIK suite. You feel a little bit of pressure on your eyes, maybe, but they send you away with a nice little uh, a nice little nappy time pill, Ooh. and they say, hey, when you wake up, you should feel pretty good. And I did, and I had better than 20-20 vision like I have today. No glasses, no contacts. And they're offering $1,000 off LASIK right now, so go ahead and give them a call. The consultation is free, 727-551-2020. You can even book online and give them a look. It is LASIK, the number four, me. Dot com. I always take for granted that I get to look at your entire beautiful face now instead of, there. Yeah, instead of being obscured by glasses. It's great. Yeah, so sometimes I look at the pictures of me with glasses and I feel like I'm looking at a different person, like a different man. You were. Well, and you know what the getting rid of the glasses did for me? Um, who's the guy that wears the trucker hats and has Judah the big, Freelander. Yeah. I I can't deny that comparison, but I hate it. So when I would wear certain hats that had netting on it and I wore my big frame glasses, I look in the mirror and I just I felt like I was looking at Judah Freelander, who is, you know, I'm sure a nice guy, just not the person that I want to be referred to as looking like. Right. Uh, so now that my glasses are gone, Brad Pitt. so are those comparisons. And uh, that feels pretty damn good. It should. 
Uh, as we try to navigate what the hell is going on, uh, where the United States will fall, uh, if there is a potential war that unfolds or an invasion with Russia and Ukraine, uh, now Russia, I guess, is saying, hey, we're, we're pulling our people back and we want to extend the olive branch. Well, Ukraine is now saying its defense ministry and two uh, largest banks have been hacked as of a short time ago, Uh-oh. and they appear to be blaming Russia as the West, which kind of includes us, is seeking evidence from Moscow on a partial troop pullback, which is what they're saying. The Kremlin, the United States, and Europe are engaged in one of the deepest uh, crises in East-West relations for decades over Ukraine, uh, post-Cold War influence on the continent, and energy supplies as Moscow wants to stop Kiev uh, from ever joining NATO. Western nations have suggested arms control and confidence-building steps to defuse the standoff and want Russia to reverse the buildup of some 130,000 soldiers on its neighbor's uh, border. On Tuesday, Russia said some were returning to base after exercises, uh, prompting the U.S. ambassador uh, to the United uh, Nations, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, to call for evidence, uh, saying such a move would be welcome if it's legitimate. Something that I saw uh, referenced in the last 24 hours that it does make me wonder all of the time there 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 does seem to be these uh military exercises taking place i mean you can read we read them about them in the daily mail every day where it's like oh i i ran went a little too close to a to united states ship or or whoever it may be it's always going on and it always seems to be a little testy is it possible that's just what's going on and we, for whatever reason that I haven't figured out yet, uh, are just, and we as the United States and the West, are building this hysteria that might not be necessary? I've learned to question everything, and I think that's well within the realm of possibility. Uh, 100,000 troops or so at the border yeah. seems excessive. Yeah, it, it really does. And that's, is it, but if, if you're trying out, if you're really testing out what you think you might one day have to do, although it's scary and seems over the top, I just... I can't fully buy into that yet because I haven't figured out what... Not, now, I understand war. Like, if you told me that we wanted to get into war, I do understand that because I think there's dollar-dollar bills that come with war, and I understand that. I just don't understand what we gain from making other countries think... Making the world think other countries are going to war if they're not going to go to war. Oh, that's a great point. Uh, Ukraine did not say who it believed was responsible for the cyber uh, attack, but a statement uh, was pretty much pointing the finger at Russia. Uh, it, it is not ruled out that the aggressor used tactics of little dirty tricks because its aggressive plans are not working out on a large scale. Now, we've we've poked fun multiple times of the fact that the war and the, the invasion is scheduled for tomorrow, and so are all of the details. Uh, the fact that it would, would supposedly begin with an electronic attack and, and cyber attacks, which seem to be unfolding today. So it's kind of on course uh, if the true invasion, physical invasion that will begin with airstrikes and uh, you know troops on foot uh, begins tomorrow. But here is, uh, here is our fearless leader uh, from a short time ago uh, speaking on um, whether or not we will be sending people or what we'll be sending to the Ukraine in any form or fashion uh, to help out. While I will not send American servicemen to fight in Ukraine, we have supplied the Ukrainian military with equipment to help them defend themselves. We provided training and advice and intelligence for the same purpose. And make no mistake, the United States will defend every inch of NATO territory with the full force of American power. An attack against one NATO country is an attack against all of us. 
And the United States commitment to Article 5 is sacrosanct. And really, just the secondary piece of news today that uh, that a short time ago, this is really the news of the day. If I can just play another, uh, I, I think this was from a different speaking engagement that our president did this morning. This is this is really what, I don't want to bury the lead, but. I got a call one night. A woman said to me, obviously not in the same persuasion as I was politically, called me and said, there's a dead dog on my lawn. And I said, yes, ma'am. I said, have you called the county? He said, yes, they're not here. And I said, well, I'll get him in the morning. She said, I want it removed now. I pay your salary. <laughs> so I went over. Look in the room. I picked it up. She said, I want it out of my front yard. I put it on her doorstep. <laughs> Dude, that's the best. That's prime Biden. I want more of that Biden. I need more. I mean, I don't I don't support the uh, tampering with dead dog bodies, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Something about the way he was working the room, those pauses uh, really, you know, had me, yeah. had me hanging on every word. When he's talking about dead dogs and leaving yeah. them at the doorsteps of people who don't share his political ideologies, he's got a lot of energy and a great speaking voice. Dude, I, it almost makes me wonder if it would be better for him if they started adding laugh tracks to when he, he did his speaking engagements because the, the laughter really kind of just took the edge off everything. It's like you don't even focus on the fact the guy struggles to, you know, complete sentences. It's just fun. I like fun Joe Biden best. All right, here we go. The payoff is here. Uh, if, 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 just in case you haven't been following the, the saga, it's all went down in Pennsylvania, and I think we're going back a couple months now almost, or almost two months, where this four-legged uh, creature was found out uh, outside of someone's home, and nobody knew what the hell it was. Uh, the pictures make it look just like some manged-out creature. I said chupacabra. Um, all of these things just at first. So then they're keeping it. At a, uh, at a refuge somewhere in Pennsylvania, and after this thing is not moved in weeks and weeks, people say that all it does is just sit in the back of its, uh, its cage and follow the, uh, you know, follow the, what the hell do you call those people? Trainer? No. Dog trainer? Volunteer. Oh. Sorry. Uh, follow the volunteer with its eyes, and it's just so timid. Well, then one morning, they come in, and the whole place is trashed. This creature that had not done anything, has ripped apart its cage, somehow clawed its way through the ceiling of the, uh, oh. and I, the seal of the window, and, and then got to a little piece of the screen that it then shredded and escaped, never to be seen again. We thought maybe it was an alien. We thought maybe it was some sort of government experiment gone awry. Well, the DNA results are in. Dog, coyote, wolf. Is it a wolf? I do wish that I had more exciting news to share with you. Oh. It was a coyote. Oh. Well, that's pretty exciting. Eh, anticlimactic. Was it a baby? It wasn't a baby. No, it's um here. I have a, I have this picture here. Uh, let me do a little spinaroonie here. All right. It really looks pretty miserable there. Oh, that's clearly a coyote. Yeah, well, I mean, I anybody thought, could look at that and go coyote. I thought that looked more like a dog. Oh. I thought it looked like a like a standard poodle mm. that that was all that had been living out in the woods for uh, <laughs> forever. No, that's a coyote. Well, you Sorry. didn't say that earlier. No, I wasn't sure. 
Now that I know it's a coyote, <laughs> it's clearly a coyote. Uh, you know, everybody had their opinions on the halftime show, uh, but it, it, this story is interesting for one reason, that this woman shared her opinions on the halftime show. Uh, because if, if you know anything about social commentators, uh, Candace Owens has surely crafted a, uh, a very niche crowd. A lot of people uh, of, of certain political beliefs really love what she stands for. And she, for the first time, maybe amongst her own followers, is getting major major clap back after she sent out a, a simple tweet at 822 the night of the Super Bowl. This is an excellent Super Bowl halftime performance. Undeniable hip-hop and R&B excellence. What came next was a barrage of backlash from thousands of her followers Why? who said they could not believe that she was supporting criminals oh. and people who hate America. Oh uh, a lot of people bringing up uh, the fact that I uh, remember... Um, Remember Snoop had the video where he uh, he shot fake Trump. A lot of people bringing that up. Uh, but it's so funny. Like, this is music. Like, we're really talking about music yeah. here. It's what, it's what we're actually talking about. Not politics, about. but music. But in these comments is, is the primest of prime examples of what's wrong with this country. These people who had been fans of her for all of the things that she said, so many people saying... They would no longer follow her and they would no longer be able to support her based on the fact that she liked the Super Bowl halftime show. We, we really people just put too much damn stock into everything. Like, can a can a Super Bowl halftime show just be that and just yeah. be music? Do you have to buy into everything that a performer or an artist has done for the rest, you know, for, for their you know entire existence. The opposite. I choose to ignore some of the stuff that Snoop has said, yeah. especially about fellow Caucasians, and just enjoy it for the music. Yeah. Oh, that's not to mention. Remember, I totally forgot. Remember what he did. Who was the woman? Who was the woman that he went after and called her a dog face bitch? Oh, uh, not Martha Stewart. She's his homie. Uh, ooh. Hold on. Dog face. Dog face bitch. And that's then and then he said. We're going to come get you, remember? Yeah. Gail King. Gail King. You funky doghead bitch. And was that, who did she come at that, that he was so mad about? Uh, was it R. Kelly? Uh, let's see. Snoop Dogg to Gail King. Or no, no, no. It was Kobe. Oh, yeah. It was Kobe. Yeah. So, you know, he was hurting. Funky doghead bitch. Respect the family and back off before yeah. we come get before you. Before we come get you. So, I mean, hey, some people get a little caught up in the moment. Yeah. And, and a crip walk, though. And, yeah. and sometimes, sometimes that means, you know, threatening a woman, you know? I choose to ignore all that. Focus on the music. I mean, that's the thing. It's with, with musicians and artists and actors and everything. Sometimes you just gotta, sometimes you got to do like that. And I guess you got to make the decision for yourself. How good of a person does someone have to be for you to like a song that they wrote? Right. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't check, uh, you know, everything they've ever done to have to like. I'll still put on some R. Kelly. I'll still listen to Michael Jackson. Ignition is a jam. That doesn't mean that I co-sign on all of the things that he has done. Man in the Mirror, great way to live your life. Beautiful song. It is. He did probably bad things with kids. Have you seen... This made me think of something. Have you seen this uh, supposed video of of from... I think it was in the 90s, of Michael Jackson being mad at someone who was in the on the production team, and he starts cutting a promo on them through the song that he's singing? He's like, oh, Brad, you really messed that up. You're going to be looking for a job. You, you were supposed to stop that. You're going to be unemployed. It seems like that would be a doctored video. I don't think it is. It's not. I made it way more. I made it way more. Uh, uh, how, do, how would I even Google Hold on. That? Hold on. I'm going to try and Michael find it Michael Jackson here. sings 
crit- criticism. I think the name was Brad. So if I do Brad, Brad. Michael Jackson gets angry with music director oh, I get, Brad. I got it right here. I got it right here. Do you have captions on yours? Yeah. I just can't stop loving you. Brad, what are you? Brad, what are you yeah, gonna yeah. do? Wait, go back, go back a little bit. I think there's even more. That's a bad day for Brad. Yeah, there's even there's even, I think I have the extended version because he keeps going, Job's gone! Job's gone. <laughs> but here, here it is right here. I think this is a little more extended version. <laughs> You're making that up. No, I'm not. Oh my god. Hold on, hold on. Let me get the let me get it back here. Brad gotta be looking for yeah, a new job. Here it is. So it says in the captions, the music director Brad yeah. was supposed to end the song but didn't. Okay. Right there, he job's says, gone. Job's gone. <laughs> Whatever happened to the Brad from Michael Jackson video? Brad, what are you gonna do? Remembering when Michael Jackson fired his music director mid-song. Michael didn't actually fire Brad Buxer, a longtime collaborator with Michael. Tech issues happen. Michael know this. This song is meant to cut, not fade on. And if I stop and then transition to the song, She's Out of My Life, uh, Michael putting his head in his hand is part of the routine. Oh, it says he wasn't saying job gone. He was saying dog gone. Oh, <laughs> but, he, but he did say, Brad, what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. That makes I'm me like I'm so him. glad you brought that to the table. Yeah, that makes me... Uh... That brings Brad! Brad gone! Brad gonna be updating the LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, I don't think we touched on this yesterday, but I love the fair. I love rides. I love everything that comes along with the fair. Uh, but damn, a young girl fell from the gondola ride at the Florida State Fair over the weekend. Three members of the same family, all under the age of 10, were riding the gondola across the fairgrounds around 8.40 p.m., according to the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. The seven-year-old girl slipped under the safety bar and fell 35 to 40 feet onto a grassy area. The girl was transported to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries, including a, bro- a possible broken wrist. Uh, the ride was shut down. Uh, I did see the local um, local news now reporting it was operator error. Oops. Which I don't know. I mean, that means they just didn't put the lap belt. Yeah. That is something about those. That is the scariest ride at the fair. Uh, well, the gondola is actually the sky ride. Yeah, I yeah. know. I'm just, oh. I, I, like all the things that do crazy things, those yeah. are scary, but something about just being high above everything, moving slowly scares yeah. me more. And maybe it's because you have more time to think about what the fall is going to be like. That's a good point. But that being said, let's, I think there's a silver lining here. And what's that? Well, the seven year old's alive. Oh yeah. That's a good yeah. silver lining. Which just makes me feel like that would take the edge off. Next time I'm on the ride, I'll be like, if a seven-year-old girl can survive this. What do I have to worry about? Oh, their bones are a little more flexible. That is true. I mean, I'm, I don't have an ACL on one knee. That thing's just uh, like, I'm ooh. like Gumby on that leg. <laughs> just bend right over. <laughs> See Fox or whoever bought the rights to Gumby? I know, and they're bringing back Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy played Gumby on Saturday Night Live. Uh, uh, now, now, 
I'm curious what you think would be the best songs for this use. Uh, New Zealand's prime minister on Monday said protesters who oppose coronavirus mandates were using intimidation and harassment as authorities appeared to take a harsher stance toward the convoy of demonstrators that have disrupted the capital of Wellington for nearly a week. Uh, So what they have done to try and disperse uh, the crowd, they're playing Barry Manilow in the Macarena in attempt to disperse vaccine protesters. Uh, I know that may not hit well with you, but um, what what would work as far as getting people out of there? <laughs> Cranked up as loud as it can go. You will depress the living hell out of all those uh, protesters. Once there was this kid who got into an accident and couldn't go to school. But when they finally came back, he that that would do it that's good i don't realize how much i like that song uh you do but i uh, or since it's new zealand maybe the uh anarchists known as chumbawamba this is this is, this is a vibe from where I, you know i love the slow intro to this song because you you hear it and you go oh i know this song what is this uh is that like vertical horizon no that's not it is it, it is a talking method I thought that music mattered. What is this? But does it bollocks? Not compared to how people matter. Will they sing it? Will they wing it? Will they sing it? You blast this? I get knocked down. But I get up again. By the time it plays for the third time, those people are gone. Have you ever heard... Um... Have you ever heard the uh, the Chris Webby song that uses this? No, it's pre- it's it's pretty good. And I, I don't know. What, I'm sure I'll, tell you, I'll tell you another day. Yeah, uh, the family of slain cinematographer Halna Hutchins on Tuesday filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Alec Baldwin and others on the set of low budget western film Rust after the actor killed her with a prop gun blast to her chest. Baldwin was holding a Colt revolver on the set uh, in New Mexico during rehearsal when it fired a live round on October 21st, 2021, killing Hutchins. Uh, He has maintained that it was Hutchins herself who asked him to point the gun just off camera and toward her armpit before it went off. Director Joel Souza... Hmm. Also was wounded in the shooting on the Bonanza Creek Ranch film near Santa Fe. Uh, the civil complaint filed in New Mexico on Tuesday is seeking unspecified uh, but substantial damages, including punitive damages. Probably, they're probably going to get everything, right? Like, I would think so. It's yeah, pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Have we? I haven't uh, heard any updates on 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 a potential criminal. Uh, you know, charges. Same. Are we to think those are gone? Or no, they are working on them. I don't think they said they're dropping charges or they're not going to file charges. I. I just can't believe that Alex Alec Baldwin gets away with so much. That voicemail that he left for his daughter where he called her a thoughtless little pig when she was like 10 yeah. years old. Yeah, and he's not that good. Right. I mean, we're not talking about, the, you know, the, the actor of our generation that we have to hold up on a pedestal and protect at all costs. The guy has been doing mediocre things for decades now. Yeah. I mean, what was the last biggest thing that Alec Baldwin did? I'll tell you what it was. It was Dr. Death, and that was pretty good. But that was good. It wasn't worth, you know, protecting him at all costs. 
Uh, according to the firm, uh, they have conducted an independent investigation that they say uncovered numerous violations of industry standards by Baldwin and the other defendants named in the complaint. Among them, the Rust Armorer, uh, who we found out was a rookie, uh, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, assistant director David Halls, and several production companies attached to the project. A video has been uh, created by the attorneys uh, that shows a 3D animated recreation of the shooting culminating with a computer uh, generated avatar representing Baldwin. Um, I mean, I just, it feels like there's got to be, and I don't mean this, uh, the pun, but there's got to be a smoking gun here. Why? I mean, so many people saying there should have never been a live round. Once they determine who put that live round in the gun and if they knew it was a live round, to me, you might just have yourself a criminal case. Agreed. And the ultimate responsibility, in my opinion, goes for whoever had the gun in their hand and did not check to see if that gun was loaded. That is where the ultimate responsibility is, and that's Alec Baldwin. Uh, it's sad that all these years later there's any reason to even mention this man's name, uh, but I will say it, it's, it's not in a good way. Uh, a judge in Florida has dismissed a defamation and conspiracy lawsuit. Uh, former Neighborhood Watch volunteer George Zimmerman had filed against the parents of Trayvon Martin. Uh, that's uh, the teen uh, he fatally shot almost a decade ago in a case that drew international attention about race and gun violence. Uh, Judge John Cooper in Tallahassee dismissed all counts against all defendants in the lawsuit filed by Zimmerman against Martin's parents, uh, Sabrina Fulton and Tracy Martin. Uh, In his order, the judge wrote that Zimmerman had failed to show any fraudulent representation and said any further arguments in the case would be futile. Dude, the thing about that whole thing was that there was so much that nobody knew. Like, what happened there, nobody actually knew. Like, there wasn't, nobody really knew what happened. And I don't think there's ever been quite a case where people can go, I don't, I didn't necessarily know, or, or I don't know because I wasn't there. But then after, it became so abundantly clear based on this guy's actions that he probably just hunted this kid down and murdered him in cold blood. Yeah. Yep. You know, whether a fight ensued or not, uh, I, you know, he is just, uh, he is proven to be the worst of the worst human beings. I mean, how you can murder someone's child. And then, uh, even if, even if you thought you were, even if you thought you were right, how you could then go in and sue them is, uh, is just shocking and disgusting. And I hope nothing but bad things happen to him forever. To be honest, I can't believe somebody hasn't killed him. It is surprising. I mean, it just you think that all it would take is one person passionate enough and who has nothing to lose or doesn't care. That would just do something crazy. Um, Lastly, because you told me I could do it every now and again, and I think there's a little crossover appeal here, WWE legend Stone Cold Steve Austin is reportedly set to make a return to the ring at WrestleMania 38. Austin is in his last match at WrestleMania in 2003 against The Rock before retiring due to injury. Well, it's not confirmed Austin will actually wrestle a match. Uh, reports say that the WWE uh, have been working with Austin in preparation for a big appearance. The other tidbit uh, that has come out, uh, he had a wrestling ring installed in his uh, 